In this same spirit, let's close our eyes. The silence of God's holiness. Let's go before the Lord. In the last few weeks, the series called, what's the series called? Love Came Down on Christmas. That's why I pimped up the, the pulpit. You from the side here, you cannot see the pulpit. There's hearts coming down from the pulpit. Uh, and, and if you notice, there's hearts in many of the different elements of our celebration because love came down at Christmas. Uh, let me read to you the scripture that we have this morning. And I encourage you to listen to and for the word of the Lord as we hear this narrative from the Gospel of Luke chapter 4. You see, when he, was, uh, when he came to the village of Nazareth, his boyhood home actually, he went as usual to the synagogue on the Sabbath and stood and read the scriptures. The scroll of Isaiah, the prophet, was handed to him. He unrolled the scroll and found the place where he uh, found the place where this was written. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me, for he has anointed me to bring good news to the poor. He has sent me, sent me to proclaim that the captives will be released, that the blind will see, that the oppressed will be set free, and that the time of the Lord's favor has come. He rolled up the scroll, handed it back to the attendant, and sat down. All eyes in the synagogue were looking at him intently. Then he began to speak to them. The scripture you've just heard has been fulfilled this very day. The word of the Lord. In our series of Love Came Down at Christmas, we have been talking about the idea that love is the divine love. I'm not talking about human love because human love is selfish. Human love, I think, is also, uh, what should I say, uh, tricking. Human love is manipulative. Human love is not love. I, I think the Spanish language has it uh, somewhat clearer. When, when we say in Spanish, te quiero, it doesn't mean te amo. There's a difference. Te quiero means, I want you. Selfish. Self-centered. Te amo is giving. It's liberating. The Bible says it very clearly. For God so loved that he kept, hoarded, hid. No, he gave liberally. He gave amazingly. He actually gave us, as we remember in this last series, what is this? I didn't say my message in PowerPoint. I know it, though. I promise you I know the message. So the idea is that the last two weeks we've been talking about the ageless love. Love came down and gave us an ageless, everlasting love. He actually said in Jeremiah 33, with everlasting love, I have loved you. Last week we were talking about which kind of love? The unfettered, unrestrained, uncontrolled love of God that is poured, that is given to us unconditionally. That is given to us so that we can then pour it out and give it to others. It's given to us without restriction. It's given to us without conditions. It's given to us without control. It is unfettered. 
unfettered, unrestricted love that God has given us. And therefore, this week, we're talking about testifying to God's liberating love, to God, the love of God that liberates us from ourselves, perhaps, the love of God that frees us from our own insatisfaction. Let me be honest with you. Liberation isn't the same thing as freedom. Liberating love has a price. Liberating love is emancipation, it's deliverance, it's the release, it's getting the weight off, it's lightening the load, it's the process by which we find freedom. So liberation is not the same thing as freedom. Freedom is the result of a struggle for liberation. And we have, sent, we have seen that historically in ages, and that is the same pattern that God uses in bringing liberation to us. There's a struggle in disguise that, first of all, he tried to fix with the law, and the law could not do it because the law showed us how sinners we were. And in that struggle for liberating us from sin and from our darkness, God then sends his own son with light, and that light is to be the life of every person. And that life struggled, and that life was misunderstood, and that life went through a process. The scripture says to he came to his own, and his own denied him. And he paid the price and was spread in a tree and died and flagellated and just forgotten. That's liberation. So Christ purchased our freedom with his acts of liberating us. You see, people tend to seek freedom and liberation when they feel trapped in bondage, emotionally or physical, when they're in shackle, when they're in chain, when they see no other way out. When we realize that we're enslaved to all kinds of unhealthy ways of thinking, practices, and even unhealthy relationships, it is the struggle, the painful process. The awareness of slavery is part of liberation. You have to know you need to be free before you even move in that direction. Our text uh, reminds us that Jesus is described as the liberator. He's the one that has come to set free from sin and unhealthy ways. He is the one that we need to liberate us and purchase freedom from us. I'm reminded of a story of the locksmith. There was once a prison, and this prison was, had prisoners, and they had slaves in it working. And the prisoner slaves were there for a long, long, long time. Actually, they were there for such a long time that they thought that their lifestyle of prison and their lifestyle in the jail was the normal thing to do. They had decided that they, they had decided to lie to themselves, that being in prison, that being a slave in this environment was the normal thing and we are okay. Once in a while over the face and over the walls, they heard the cries of people. They heard the pains of people. They ain't going out there. Don't sound good out there. At one time, there were actually some of these slaves, prisoners, who snuck out of the jail door. They left. They left and they were looking for freedom. And guess what happens? A few months later, they came back. They came back reporting, oh, no, I ain't going back out there again. People hate each other out there. There is always competition. There is bullying. The government doesn't work. The armies are all right. People hate each other. There is no harmony out there. So they went back to their quiet, unchanging status of slave and prisoners. And they convinced themselves to such a point that they thought the real slaves and prisoners were the people outside. One day, 
One day, this very daring, crazy person decided to jump over the fence. He jumped over the huge wall. He actually had some equipment, and he began and started messing around with the locks. He broke every single lock in every single sail. He tore apart every single bar. He actually did the unthinkable. He opened the doors of the jail so that anybody could go out. And the prisoner slaves were, what's wrong with him? He actually had to tell them, listen, you guys are prisoners. You guys are slaves. <laughs> are we? They didn't believe him. However, some did. Some believed that they were actually prisoners and slaves, and they stepped out. They left the prison confinement. They left the walls. They left the bars. The locksmith had broken everything open. They knew they could step out. They stepped out. They went out there. And yes, the world was difficult. There was conflict. There was bullying. There was manipulation. But once they knew, listen to this, once they knew that they could not be trapped and taken back into jail, they had freedom, freedom, freedom from being enslaved to be now messengers of the locksmith, to be now heralds of the locksmith, that the prisoners are basically within us and not so much outside. The story continues that the local prisoners and slaves didn't like the locksmith, and they kicked him out. But he was joined by thousands that left and made a difference in that community. You see, liberating love is not a love that harnesses, that hoards, because of fear or insecurity. Liberating love lets go. Liberating love gives you space for you to move and to grow within. Maya Angelou, uh, uh, studying this material, she said at one point, true love liberates us to life. And she was talking about when she was leaving her home. And her mom was, was you know, sad and, and, and all that. But in spite of her sadness, her mom told her, go. Make a difference. It reminded me when I was 16 years old, I left the island of Puerto Rico because I was going to go and make a difference in the other side of the ocean. How people from little islands think. And God can use me somewhere, maybe. And my mother and father, go. At 16, go to the other side of the waters. But when I got in trouble, guess where I called? Yeah. All the time. Just recently stopped. Well, not really. <laughs> Mom? Georgia does. <laughs> they don't understand. <laughs> and, 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 and yeah, you know why we call back? Because we were sent in love. And we know we can come back and be loved. That's a sense of what Christ is asking us with liberating love. We are free from now, I, I had something up there that's not up there now, but I think you guys can remember. Can you repeat with me? Lord, show me myself. Okay, I'm going to go read a few things, and when I raise one of my hands, I can't guarantee which one. If you don't know, I'm dyslectic, and this is my left, and this is, they both left and right. They function well that way. So when I look at you, you repeat, God liberates us from death into the freedom of eternal life. Lord, show 
God liberates us from condemnation toward freedom to belong to God, from distance to closeness, from not his people to now his people. Lord, show me myself. God liberates us from hate of self, from hate of others, to the freedom of acceptance and loving others. Lord, show me myself. God liberates us from the fears, worries, and anxieties to the freedom of faith, hope, and peace. Lord, show me myself. Don't get tired. God liberates us from resentments, angers, roots of bitterness into the freedom of forgiveness, restoration, and inner peace. Lord, show me myself. God liberates us from sadness and hopelessness into the freedom of joy, hope, and power in the Holy Spirit. Lord, show me myself. God liberates us from false sense of who I am into the freedom of becoming what God desires for me to become. Lord, show me myself. God liberates us from self-imposed prisons, chains, and shackles of traditions into the freedom of God's own will to serve and make a difference. Lord, show me myself. God liberates us from unhealthy ways of thinking into the freedom of having the mind of Christ. Oh, Lord, show me myself. And lastly, God liberates us from self-deceit and darkness into the freedom of the light of his Son, which is the life for every person altogether. Lord, show me myself. You see, love came down at Christmas, and that love testified to liberation. Liberation from and freedom towards. You're never let free to do at your whim. Paul reminds us, do not use your freedom to now mess around. Oh, he used to sin. But rather, use your freedom to make a difference. Let me ask you, when we live a life of awareness, and, and, and the captivity that embraces, that, that, you know, holds our freedom. We testify to God's liberation love. We testify to God's liberating love when we liberate the spiritually blind into the light of Jesus and the abundant life that he offers. We actually testify to God's liberating love when we ourselves take the blinder, suspicious mistrust and prejudices off to see God in action to walk in faith. We actually testify to the liberating love of God when we think of ministries and ways creatively and ways of taking the chains away from oppression and innovatively bring God to people. We actually testify to God's liberating love when we shout to the four corners, when we shout to the four corners, God is no longer angry with you. Come and be with God. Can you say that? God is no longer angry with you. Come and be with God. Don't invite people to church. People don't want to go to church. But if you let them know, God is no longer angry with you. Why don't you come closer with God? Where? Oh, just follow me. Hold them on when they get to the door. And walk them in. When we invite and welcome all to the household of God, we are testifying. 
we are testifying to the liberating love of God. God's liberating love truly liberates, releases, and sets free. Our love is selfish, holds on, and imprisons. The locksmith has broken the locks, the bars, and the gates. Let me ask you this morning, would you be free? Uh-uh. Would you be free? Stay in your slavery then. Let me ask one more time. Would you be free this morning? Okay. Then receive the liberating love of God as love came down on Christmas. Amen.